What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. We are at the halfway mark, almost, of this campaign period. Is the campaign period like that's what it's called, right? Uh, yeah, essentially campaign period. Yeah, yeah, correct. Well, I've never felt so clued into Singapore politics, no. Yeah. Previously, last time, I know you have your PSP party, SDP party, NSP party, but I never knew who the fuck was in where. La. And now, I'm pretty proud of myself. La. Like, anytime with conversations with over lunch or something and there's questions about politics, I become the SME. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but not we're not the only ones. I mean, like, uh, one of the very nice comments we received, not on our Reddit, but on our Instagram yesterday, was from a, uh, someone from Raffles Institution, uh. A year six yeah. student. Uh, I don't think we should yeah. name him because he's underage, lah, right? But yeah. but he messaged us saying that it was great that there was a there were people actually talking about politics and trying to make it interesting. And he never thought that he would, he would see the day in Singapore where this would happen. And he gave us a little shout out, lah, that that you know it was cool that there were two seniors like us who were also you know doing this. And then I, I just felt like, wow, finally someone actually, someone from <laughs> Raffles actually thinks I'm not a loser. <laughs> the first person ever from the Raffles family to not <laughs> to give us think, some credit. Yeah, to not think we're losers. Huh? <laughs> huh? You're not doctor, lawyer, civil servant, <laughs> politician, all this. Huh? You you follow your passion. Where got such thing one? Follow for fuck. No, yeah, yeah. No, but not just about us. But I think I, I was, I was particularly heartened that, that there were young people who, because a podcast, yeah. podcast is not something you just wake up and then you on the radio and it's playing. Podcast is something you have to search for. You have to go listen and sit down and and all, all yeah. do stuff and listen. So these guys are searching for it. You know, so that's the future of Singapore, man. The next Jameis Lim of Singapore. Yeah, especially when you're like 18 and like, you know, there's so much stuff that you could be oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, bogged down when you're 18. You know, how like, I don't know whether TikTok, I mean, okay, TikTok, what about TikTok? Like, bro, you know, on TikTok, you're listening to a podcast that fucking warms the cockles <laughs> of my heart, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and when you're 18 years old, I think there's a lot more things you should be doing rather than being on social media. But okay, like, uh, if he's listening to us and talking about politics, sure. That's great, man. That's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, and he also said he also said that he has friends that talk about politics as well, and and yeah, so so that's great la. Like when I was eighteen, I can't even remember what the hell I was doing. So. I remember lah, but it was all it's the kind of stuff that you you look back and you just think about why you're so stupid, la, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That is true. That is true. But you forgot the one thing you have to do every every. Yes, podcast. correct. Oh yes. Uh, please help share our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more enthusiasm lah. Wow. Okay, okay. I just feel like a fucking like I'm also like we are running our own GE here, like you know, campaigning for podcasts. Of course, you know, like of all course. the other podcasts out there, you know, Singapore is not ready for for those podcasts. You know, we will take the podcast realm of Singapore into future uh steady. You know, thank you, Singaporeans and, and all that yeah. crap. Okay, but but for real, uh our podcast continues to grow, which is fucking awesome. Mm. Uh and we really appreciate all the comments that have been coming in via Instagram and Reddit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just just I mean, if you find it useful, because we do genuinely want to just approach this very complex issue in a light-hearted way. So if you feel it's been useful, if it means you don't have to spend time reading and trying to understand more technical stuff, uh, yeah, then uh, it, it'd be great if you could share it with some someone else who you think might find it useful. Yeah, can I just say something also related uh, to what we were talking about earlier? Uh, is that yeah. if you are still listening to this podcast every day and you're on this journey with us, right? Just remember that we are all in this together in a sense that... Hold yeah, like in a sense, I feel like Harish and myself, we are almost... You know, like it feels like we're almost on our own campaign, right? 
where where you know yes, the, yeah. the parties are all there, the trucks are driving by everything. But we are like constantly like, okay, okay, what do we talk about for the next podcast? And then I realized, yeah. yeah, you know, if you want to be involved in politics in the conversation that, you know, so-called shape the future of your nation, it doesn't mean you need to run for office. You don't need to be opposition. You don't need to be Charles Yeo and go and give a speech. You can be doing your things on the ground, you know, encouraging people to think more critically and also like like us, yeah, just talk cock, but, but also learn something from it, right? Oh, I feel yeah. like singing Mar- Majula Singapura now. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I also have a group of friends <laughs> who are involved in the day-to-day uh, encouraging of conversations between people uh, in, in their jobs. La. I, I won't say where they work for or what co- big companies they work for, but they are a very big mm. part of like encouraging communication between people. And they are also fighting their own battles to make sure that you know Singaporeans are able to say what they want to say without being shot down and stuff like that, lor. And they are not politicians mm. or anything. So, so to me, it's like if you are like you know if you are very frustrated that you know I'm not the cookie cutter RI boy or Hua Chong boy to go into politics or, or I'm not angry enough to join opposition. There's still a lot of ways you can contribute to do to society, lah. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean. Like, well, how to say? Like, even our our own evolution of getting interested into politics. Because someone asked me the other day, and I think as a result of creating content, it's very important that we also understand what's going on in the cultural and social, uh, like space in Singapore mm. and the world. Yeah. And the more you really, I mean, I I find it interesting, like just human behavior, like and politic po- politicians are like, wow, well, fucking fascinating man yeah. not in a not in a good way or bad way particularly yeah. but yeah find that I mean it, it might be something that evolves over time like, like it has mm. for me but yeah don't I think now honestly if you talk about politics it's no longer like hey why you want to fucking talk about politics it's almost, yeah. as a, almost like it feels like oh you know you care you yeah, care yeah. Correct, correct. which is great and, and I think yeah. like, what you're saying is the perfect segue into our the first topic we're talking about like, like how correct. culture interacts with personalities and everything uh, so what yeah. was the big thing that, that caught your attention yesterday? All I can say, all I can say is two words, bro. Mm. 10 million. <laughs> Fucking 10 million. I've never heard that word, that number so many times in my life. Yeah, man. 10 million. <laughs> 10 million. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like, okay, so the, the I guess the first time it came to uh, mainstream attention was during the debates earlier this week, lah. Mm-hmm. Right between uh, between Chi Sun Juan, Francis Yuan, James Lim, and uh, Vivian mm-hmm. Balakrishnan, and Chi Sun Juan was just double down on like the the fact that at a uh, at some conference or public speaking uh, event last year, DP Hang, DPM Hang, oh, sorry, what DPM Hang, Sugar Daddy Hang, mm. uh, made some reference to a ten million figure for our population, uh, and he fucking doubled down on it, and he. He drew out the he meaning Chi Sun Juan. Chi Sun Juan doubled down. Yeah, Chi Sun Juan. Yeah, clarify. Yeah, and Vivian Vivian B just like let like let it show like you could tell like he was stippling like with his fingers mm-hmm. trying to contain his his hate, but oh. it came out like. Then since then, it seems like this ten million thing is not dying down, man. Yeah, because I think uh, right. we mentioned that the Workers Party, Pritam Singh, uh, said that there should be room for fair comment, and the government should state its position if if it's not ten million, right? Uh, yeah, and, and we did. Yeah, we did talk about it briefly in the previous podcast about how yeah, uh, it it it, it kind of reeks of the same uh, feeling of what like uh, you know Ho Ching salary earlier this year was yeah. was speculated to be what ninety nine million 100 or hundred million, million, just hundred million, hundred yeah. million, yeah. and uh, the website they published it got got their ass puff mud. Yeah, then the all the clarification <laughs> was that no no she 
she does we can't confirm whether she earns 100 million but she does not so, she does just not so you know she does not earn oh she does million. not yeah does not earn. yeah and there are five people from Tomasek who earn more than her la. yeah <laughs> people are like okay so so how much does she earn no no, no there are five people yeah, okay, there are five people and it's not 100 million <laughs> And it's not 100 million. It feels so like a guessing reason, game like that, like, like Jeopardy or something like that. It is not 100 million yeah. and it's more less, less than five people in Tomasic. <laughs> what is the Yeah, so, so so I mean, I mean the, the core of what our main topic for today is is actually about the, the polarizing nature of Chi Sun Juan, right? Yeah. High level. Yeah, yeah high right? level. But, but how, I mean, it's not going to be a history lesson or something, but why, why we thought about talking about this is because this 10 million thing ultimately was brought to light by one person, Chi Sun Juan, mm. right? Mm. But before we go into his, his, his nature, just, okay, before we, I mean, as we were researching for this podcast, like, we were trying to, okay, get a, get a context to talk about the main topic, but the more I fucking research about this 10 million number over the past few days, I'm fucking confused, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, basically, it was a figure cited by the main architect planner of HDB, Liu Taika. Yeah. Uh, years ago, yeah. Like, we're talking about 2013, 2014, he talked about Singapore being able and, and, and Singapore should aim for a population of 10 million uh, because comparing Singapore's density as a city versus its density as a country are two very different things. Uh, and he said that we should compare yeah. Singapore to other cities and there are a lot of cities that are a lot more dense than Singapore. And therefore, when you have more people, obviously, you know, you can... More, more stuff happens. Uh, you can build more things. You can create a more vibrant society. So Liu Taika has is is uh, very fixated on the figure of ten million uh, as because he has doubled down on that number in the following years since twenty fourteen. Mm. Uh. So so let's not mm. the, the one don't need to argue that this ex yeah. ex engin- chief engineer or chief uh, planner for HGB is uh, quite enamored with ten million. Uh. But why is yeah. it that it keeps coming up as PAP's idea of of ten million? Uh? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I guess when when Chi Sun Juan first said that ten million figure, then people were start started digging up like okay, the history of ten million. During that debate, Vivian Balakrishnan came out very uh uh antagonistically and said, okay, that's a falsehood. You know, like mm. Singapore's version of fake news, right? Yeah. Trump says fake news. Vivian B says falsehood, falsehood, yeah. falsehood, falsehood. And then after that, the SDP made it like front and center of okay, we have got the government to commit to not increasing the population to ten million. Right, and then yeah, Pritam Singh weighed in, and then um, the government, the PAP issued more and more articles about how you know it's very disappointing that Chi Sun Juan hasn't changed. It's it's mm. falsehoods, falsehoods, and then yeah, it just felt like people were saying, and you get like I mean when I say people, not just the definitely not the mainstream media, but commentators like uh, the more notable ones. I think Kelvin Cheng has been very adamant against it, yep. but I've been calls okay if ten million is not the m- number, what is the number? Yeah, right? correct, correct. And then it just snowballed into this thing. Then even Sugar Daddy Hang mm. came out and, and posted a, a excerpt of him at that rally. Mm, mm, mm. Um, during the time where, yeah, he kind of cited Liu Taika, but uh, to clarify that he didn't actually say the 10 million number. Yeah, and I verified this. Uh, we, we, Harish and I verified this by watching that video he posted. He, yeah, I think he yeah. said, he said, uh, he said 6.9, la, right? He did say 6.9. Yeah, there, like, right? correct. Yeah. He said 6.9. But, and I think he mentions Liu Taika and he said, um, yeah, you know, we might... Uh, I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but the yeah, main yeah. thing is he did not say the 10 million number and he did not say we need to prepare for 10 million number. He cited Liu Taika and gave the context that, okay, there some, like, I mean, we might need to 
prepare for a bigger population, but how mm. big is big? And then he talked about the nature of what density means and social spaces and all that. Mm. So we literally clarified that like, if this morning when we were researching. Um, so that's where me and me and Terence, I guess, diverged uh, in terms of our opinion of the issue, la, right? Yeah, 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 correct, correct. Uh, so I, I mean the yeah it, it's a it's it's a very big uh, issue that that seems to be riling up people on both sides, uh, polarizing mm. the population quite a bit. So, um, mm. but I, I think just now you mentioned it, but I think there was a lot more venom in how PAP responded to SDP in their yeah. press release <laughs> yeah. than than we did. Yeah. Uh, just it's worth just briefly just running through that a bit. Uh, you mean the the recent one that fucking opened up a can of worms yeah, yeah, for himself again? Yeah, but we just, ta- we just <laughs> talk about, we'll say what, like literally quote them first, like, then we can talk about 10 million figure. What did they say about, about it? Uh? So, is it, so basically, they, you're talking about the analogy they use. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a fucking official PAP press release. Okay, it's on their website. Yeah. PAP.org.sg, you can fucking Google it. Okay, so they started off saying, okay, we're disappointed that Dr. Chi and SDP have dug their heels in, repeated their falsehoods, and refused to apologize to Singaporeans for misleading them. Disappointed, but not surprised. Mm-hmm. For we know Dr. Chi has not changed, cannot change, and will never change. Yeah. So that already, you're like, okay, this is getting personal. Whoa. Then, ooh, the next paragraph fucking takes the cake. They, this is literally what they said. A simple an- analogy will explain Dr. Chi's mendacity. Imagine this. Dr. Chi claims you said you want to beat up your spouse. You deny it and you show proof that you neither said this nor have beaten your spouse. Instead of apologizing, Dr. Chi says, Victory, I extracted a promise from you that you will never beat your spouse. <laughs> That's on a fucking official PAP press release. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's essentially like, uh, basically this this thing is so it's such a sore point to them that they compare it to domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like political debate they compare it to domestic violence eh? that's how sore they are about it no it feels like you know when you get into an argument and you just say stupid shit like you get into yeah. your argument with your girlfriend and you're like yeah you know two years ago like I wanted to pet the dog and then you never allow me to pet the dog and it's just all this fucking and then you you just yeah. bring in all this personal stuff you can imagine a person typing this right they were Angry. probably foaming at the mouth <laughs> uh. but yeah you know, so I mean, and, but maybe we can revisit this uh, after we talk about the yeah the, yeah the, the, that, the that one is a <laughs> We just need PAP, to, yeah, we just need to show how angry PAP is about this. Like, that's why we're talking about it now, like, right? Yeah, to say that, yeah, disappointed but not surprised. And this is coming on the official website. For we knew Dr. Chi has not changed, cannot change, and will never change. And this yeah. is coming from a from a party that has always said, oh, you know, we don't do personal attacks, we don't yeah. do character assassination and all that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So so then then I mean, just okay, so that is the context of mm. how aggressive PAP is responding. Yeah. Then so okay, so from where I see, uh, I was trying to dig up. Okay, where where how who has chimed in here and there? And then there was the uh, uh, Zakir Hussein, I think, who's the main editor of Straight Times. Mm. I saw a video of him even saying that you know, Chi uh, Sunjuan saying that the ten million figure is actually factually wrong because mm. yeah, it's it's just wrong. So in my mind, when I first saw that, I was like, huh. Fuck, you're, you're meant to be like the media, you know, the, the objective purveyor of news and all that. Mm. And you're taking such a hard stance. I think that's fucked up. La. Yeah. But then when I saw the video that Hang Sweet Cat, I mean, fuck Sugar Daddy Hang posted, I was like, hey, actually, he didn't say the 10 million. Mm-hmm, correct. Right? So you, you, you agree so, that it's factually inaccurate? La. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. So but this think, is where I think we differ. I can feel some tension. No, no. I, I, I think that uh, there's no... I always think that there's no smoke without the fire. 
and and mm. uh, that's why a lot of the things I don't, I especially for politicians, uh, you know, they know that every word they say will mm. be scrutinized, and every word matters. Every word is debated internally before it goes out there. So the very yeah. fact that um, someone as high profile as your deputy prime minister, and as recently as twenty nineteen, uh, citing a report from twenty fourteen, you know about a figure that that seems very outlandish back then and still seems outlandish today, right? The fact that it's being cited in the official in the official capacity as a prime minister when asked the question about population and things like that. I think that's very telling, lah. You know, you don't you you can't uh, you won't walk around with these things in your mind unless it's something that you've debated a lot internally yourself. Lah. So to the very least I would say is that his stance when during the NTU uh, conference was not entirely clear in the sense that he mm. cited a report that has literally hammered into the, the, the conscience. Liu Taika has doubled down on it multiple times. 10 million. Singapore needs 10 million. It's not even about Singapore should think about. It's Singapore needs a population of 10 million, you know. So so for to cite an article like that means that there definitely have been discussions at high levels of it. Lah. And that's why if someone does bring it up, like, like what Pritam says, it is uh, something that is uh, a fair comment, lah, you know, because it has been insinuated in some way that that the high levels of the PAP are talking uh, are, are are talking about that study, lah, right? Yeah, but okay. So just just to understand, did he cite Liu Taika or did he cite Liu Taika's report? The report, lah, The report. He recited. He's, are you sure he cited the report? I thought he cited the person. And the reason yeah. why I bring this up, right, is because you know a few weeks ago we were talking about how Tan Wu Meng, uh. Tarman's anchor mm-hmm. and not in a good way the, the person the log who's weighing Tarman down in his yeah. GRC he wrote an article which okay you can argue that he did a stupid thing to imply that uh, our, uh, Pritam Singh was referring to Alfian Saad in, a, in parliament mm-hmm. when our, Pritam Singh didn't say the name mm-hmm. but he kind of said that okay here is a guy who I mean it okay it was obvious that Pritam was referring to Alfian Saad because after that he came out and kind of echoed that sentiment but here's a guy who cited someone who has said anti-Singapore and pro-Malaysia stuff before. Hence, he agrees. La. So I feel like if if uh, Sugar Daddy Hank didn't mention the report and he mentioned the name, then isn't that kind of the same thing? How is it different? Here's a guy who cited this one, who said this, hence Sugar Daddy Hank believes in this. I mean, yeah. So, But he has uh, stated it multiple times, like I said, since 2014. Uh, as recent Liu Taika as, la, Liu Taika, Taika right? as twenty as recent as twenty seventeen, yeah. he he had an interview with CNA where he said that he he stood stands by the ten million population figure la. I still feel we need to face the inevitable reality of ten million people. Twenty seventeen. That's that's uh But in that way on the record he in, says that la, yeah. But in that way, isn't uh, Sugar Daddy Hain just uh, referring to him? Does it mean that everything that like Liu Taika believes also applies to Sugar Daddy Hain? Uh no, but I mean, like I said, la, it, that means it's in circulation, la, right? Like you wouldn't yeah. bring it up if it's not something at, at the top of your consciousness, an article from or, or uh, a retired engineer's perspective on things. Like if Pritam Singh is like constantly uh, bringing up Alfian Sayat, you know, like like quoting him in parliament and all that, then I would say, okay, there's a fair comparison. La. But all Alfian Sayat was, all Pritam Singh did was like basically defend uh Alfian Sayat once, uh, once. He defended him once. Uh. But ha- has has Sugar Daddy Hang brought up the Liu Taika article more and more, uh, Liu Taika more than once? 
publicly? No, no, no. But then you must. Dif- but it's different. One is like there were attacks against Alfian Syed, and then Pritam Singh came in as a, to say something to defend him. But Hing uh. Sui one is unprovoked. He wasn't like being asked by opposition to define how many people you think should be in the population. But he just brought up the article himself. You know what I mean? So I think it's a it's a bit of a straw man to compare the Alfian Syed and and the Liu Taiker thing lah. I don't think it's a straw man, bro. Why? Why you don't think it's a straw man? They're not the same. <laughs> no, because no, I yeah. I still do do see similarities. Because to me, Heng Sui Kiat, when I listen, I don't think he referred to the article. I think he referred to the person. And then if you're if, if which is if which is you know, but you know his views, right? You know his views very clearly. But and it's a but question about many... he's asking about the number of the total po- what's the top <laughs> no, number of population, no. right? No, yeah, no, but I think he the context of this guy or what uh, Sugar Daddy Heng was saying that yeah, you know he even mentioned that but can we fit fifty million? So the context of the conversation to me was about how much we can fit on the island. What are we planning for? Yeah. Which citing Liu Taiker kind of sets the context for to me. Here's he he was citing someone who has publicly said a lot about the population number we have to plan. Yeah. But after that, even Sugar Daddy Heng himself said, yeah, but what's the limit? You know, there's social spaces, there's density and all that. So I actually still feel that, yeah, just because you cite someone who maybe has been very publicly stating a number or a fact yeah. doesn't automatically mean that you have that number or fact at the top of your mind. Uh. No, that means when you write a paper in university or something and then you inc- yeah. include a citation of an article and all that, Means that yeah. you, but doesn't mean that you want to discuss that number or that citation. But see, you're, you're still saying that citing the article. But when I watch it, I don't think he's citing the article. He's then, citing I mean, Taiker. But then you are, then you are being like, uh, you're just arguing semantics in the sense that if we're talking about <laughs> population, no, we're talking about population <laughs> figures. His question, uh-huh. the question directed to Heng Suiket was not about Liu Taiker. It was about population uh-huh. figures. Heng Suiket chose to bring up Liu Taiker. So in a yeah. sense, you would say it would, he's that he is saying Liu Taika's projection of population figures. I think that is a basic assumption you can make, and that's not it's not a stretch at all to say lah. Whereas what you're saying is that if he did not mention exactly that Liu Taika's paper stated that, then you're being you're just saying that it must be semantics. And but it's not a call law; it was a conference. You see. He was just so mentioning. Now I feel your character, your character assassinating me. I think I'm bringing out the Vivian B in you. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm really focusing on if, if you are, if, if you want to nitpick the thing, it, it cannot. We cannot nitpick yeah. to this level because again, Parliament and uh, NTU conference are also different places. If you in Parliament, if uh-huh. if you want to analyze every single word and say that you never say exactly this, and I understand because everything is recorded, Hansard and all that. But in a conference where yeah. it's even just talking about the future of Singapore, that if you bring that up yourself, you are also saying that yeah, there there have been discussions of this topic, and this paper and this guy's views in in the inner circles lah. That's why I I have arrived at this answer, right? Yeah. So okay. So I think uh I I think just based on the the tone and the approach you're taking, I think we like I'm I'm still yeah. not convinced, and I know you are not convinced. Yeah. But but why me, are you not convinced? As the... in as in I feel that. Your lack of being convinced is basically buying into the, oh, I didn't mention it at all. I didn't mention yeah, the word paper. And I, think, and I, I think didn't mention the word no, paper. I, so it's because he no, did not I mention paper. He, yeah, he didn't mention paper. He didn't mention the figure. So to me, that is something that is, if we jump the gun, right, then then I feel that is already assigning sentiment to to stuff that was not quoted. Like. And I think as much as you can say that he's a public figure, every word carries weight, right? Yeah. That's not something that I would like to see, like, that yeah. you're assuming that just because he mentions this one person who has very clear sentiments about this this one thing, 
that automatically yeah. translates because it's been at the top of mind. Okay. So yeah, so I still believe believe in that lah. Let me give you give me give you an analogy lah. Okay, so someone okay domestic abuse is it? No, domestic no, no, abuse. No, 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 no. Someone <laughs> someone uh, ask ask to meet with you. He says, "Hey, Harish, ah. I really don't like your friend Terence. Ah, I here's ah. here's ten thousand dollars. I want you to take care of him. <laughs> I want you to take care of him. Okay. So immediately okay. then okay. okay then after that you." You know, you end up like beating me up or something like that, lah. Then after the guy, uh, then when you say, you know, the guy made me do it, then <laughs> then after that he say, then he'll say, oh, but I just said take care of Terence. That means I want you to put him to bed. I never say beat him up. I never say do anything. I just say I don't like him. I want you to take care of him, right? <laughs> then with no, it just because I never, he never say beat up. That means it's okay, is it? Okay, you give one analogy. I'm also going to give an analogy. <laughs> okay, Let's okay. say this one guy. He wrote a fucking post about how much he fucking hates Terence. Mm-hmm. Like his name is Johnny. Uh, and he wrote a post about how he thinks Terence should be beaten up ten times and fucking mm-hmm. it. And then I end up just when someone asked me, "Oh, so what do you think of Terence?" I was like, "Oh, you know, like the the uh there's this guy Johnny and blah 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 blah. And should Terence be beaten up? No. Uh, I think there's a there's a we sh- we need to decide how many times to beat Terence up and all that. But mm-hmm. so then you're saying that I agree with beating you up ten times. Yeah, you just did what you said. You must agree on how many times to beat up Terence, right? But I did not say ten. That's the thing. I can be huh? like maybe uh, maybe but, but at the still, end of you it, still get beaten I agree. Up, you still get beaten. I still get beaten <laughs> up regardless. Yeah, right? population in Singapore is still going to grow. What? Whether it's ten million or six million, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe my at the, my at the end after I talk to Johnny, I'm like, you know what, Terence should be beaten up twice. Mm. But if you're assuming that I'm going to agree with Johnny automatically because I suck, yeah. I'm talking about this one guy who publicly stated he wants to beat you up ten times, yeah. then I feel like okay lah, then you are jumping the gun on the, me lah. And you could so, argue that I'm yeah. a public figure. Yeah, yeah. No, but I don't that, need to go that, into that. But I would say that that means you have taken what Johnny says into account lah, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. That's, I mean, that's all. That's all. The, I think that why that's why the 10 million thing is a fair comment because it shows that you have taken into account what Johnny says even though it's just a random as, as much as you say it's just a random person on the internet you have taken into account what he says lah, right yeah but taking into account doesn't mean I agree with it right yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lot but, of things that you say that I don't agree with I said, but I always take it into account but that's why I said uh, what Pritam says is true is that if it's a fair comment and if there's a falsehood about it, they shouldn't be labeled just a falsehood out like that. Mm. It should be a very okay, clear so discussion about this. Lah. Okay, yeah. that I agree. Because yeah. that is something that, okay, maybe if we set the context of that, I totally agree with <laughs> that. The fact that we are debating about this means that there's enough ambiguity. Yeah, yeah, correct, I, still correct, don't correct. Dis- I still don't agree with you. You still don't agree with me. Yeah. But I agree with what Pritam said about how the fact that it's causing so much kerfuffle, right, mm. means that it, it cannot automatically be decided as a falsehood. Because yeah, yeah, even between you and I, who are in sync in so many ways, yeah. we are having a disagreement here, which I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, I feel like Jameis now. You know, it was fun. You know, there was a point of this podcast, you know? That's a, yeah, that's yeah, a cheap shot. That's a cheap <laughs> shot, Mr. Tilani. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, like, cheap shot. I could feel your tensions. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I really feel like, okay, I mean, as far as I know, right, probably over uh, the last 24 hours, a lot of people, uh, not only in government, a lot of people have been losing sleep and have not been able to sleep because of this 10 million issue. Because I'm <laughs> know, sure yeah. that POFMA officers... We know people. <laughs> we know people that, are, that have to respond within certain number of hours and all that. 
but they basically this this whole issue has kept them awake for the last twenty four hours. So last. you feel you're speaking on behalf of them, is it? No, no, huh? I feel I feel So are you one of those SJW warriors who are speaking on people's behalf that never uh, ask you to speak on their behalf also? No, no, I just feel like it's uh a lot of people are angry about this but they can't say about it. So it's it's interesting to explore both sides of it, lah, right? Yeah. I think and I, and I think yeah, and I think we did explore uh both sides and I think the that 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 is probably the crux of it, lah, that yeah. There's, if there are people debating and there's yeah. no one kind of kind of saying, okay, guys, this is what it is, let's move on. Yeah. And instead, the PAP who are in a position to kind of clarify and fucking do the thing that even their own ministers are saying, let's focus on the big issues, this is a small thing. Yeah. They're not doing it. La. And that that is that feels like the problem. La, right? Yeah. So I will admit that both of us, our analogies both sucked. And, but it probably but can't... better. Probably, mine's better. But still probably <laughs> still can't be as bad. <laughs> Still probably can't be as bad as the PAP's analogy, la, I think. Yeah. They use for Chi Sun Juan. Because no, like, they can, we, they, can you just, like, what happened with Aware also? Aware after that. Yeah. Aware after that came out and made a statement, uh, basically condemning that, that, that analogy that they made. La, because uh, obviously domestic abuse is no joke. Plus the fact that yeah. in CB, domestic abuse literally went up and, and a lot of people yeah. really oh suffered during CB. So... Uh, I think yeah, it was in quite bad taste to make that 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 analogy to uh to describe what Chi Sun Juan said lah, right? And I can see the PP saying, "Oh, it's just an analogy and all that." But you you don't want to make fucking analogies about stuff that shouldn't be normalized enough to become an analogy, right? Exactly, exactly. And also, there's yeah, that there's that <laughs> image of like um, I I don't know oh. I, I okay in let's say that they let's say I'm the PP guy who came up with that analogy. Now this analogy is uh, are we trying to link domestic abuse to Chi Sun Juan or are we linking it to yeah, no, PAP maybe, yeah, or what? Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. a, not only bad taste, but I'm not very sure what the final strategy is with this whole thing. Uh. Or maybe they did a research uh, and they found out 70% of PAP supporters beat their spouses. <laughs> and they're like, okay, let we need to write an analogy that is relatable. You know, they they put it into the PAP relatable machine. Like we need to target this. Boom! Talk about domestic abuse. All right, fine. Yes, let's do it. Domestic abuse. Domestic Fal- abuse. It will relate, it's relatable falsehood. to everyone. And we just think categorically. Hell. That's a falsehood, lah. PAP supporter. Just because you're a PAP supporter and you wear white doesn't mean you wear a wear, wear a white wife beater, which is like the white singlet, lah. <laughs> la. <Just laughs> FYI, they don't. They don't. They don't. White singlet. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, we, we, I yeah, think just, we just agree that it's it's not it's a bad analogy, lah. Right. Like the ones that yeah. that uh, we came up with also, lah. Correct. So okay, one thing I found interesting, which I just discovered also, I think this yesterday, yesterday was that this four yeses and one no, which is SDB slogan, right? Yeah. You know the, the ten million. Um, I thought that they were capitalizing on the debate mm. because I'm fucking naive like that, lah. But no. it was actually unveiled in April twenty this year where yeah. they explicitly said no to a ten million population. So yeah. some people, I think even uh Paul Tambia. Uh, and even Pritam is insinuated at that if I'm not wrong like why wasn't this brought up earlier exactly yeah, this yeah, was yeah, their yeah. campaign slogan yeah, you know correct, correct. Is it, isn't it interesting that now they are using it as a fucking weapon to just chastise and like in it, some way character P- assassinate the PAP is interesting yeah. that PAP is now responding so angrily to it like, right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so there is a big question but, yeah. yeah but it was unveiled as a the slogan of a party that I mean Chi Sun Juan is quite well known, la, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. not like fucking Lim Tian who seems yeah. to be just talking to YouTube yeah. and no one else. But but that's why uh today just quickly also, I know we, we are running quite a bit over time, but just quickly also touching on why why do you think Chi Sun Juan is uh is so reviled by PAP and their supporters? Uh? Like like from your impressions of it, uh, yeah. 
I think a, a few podcasts ago, you said one thing which I think is true. La, that Chisun Chuan is the only one who can needle them. La. I mean, okay, you look at, there's so much opposition like content or airtime uh, being like received now, right? Yeah. But how many how many of which actually stand out? You get Jameis' Lim's performance, but that was almost like unintentional. He was just, okay, he was just doing his thing and yeah. it resonated with a lot of people. But Chief Sun Juan is the one who almost comes with like this one sharpened knife. Right? You know, yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about everything else. And that one knife through this little kink in the in the PAP armor, I think yeah. he's the only one who can still still do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 I, I, I told Harish, I don't know the history of it, but all I know, remember are the episodes when Chi Sun Juan went with a loud hailer around a market following Go Chok Tong saying, Mr. Go, where is our 1.6 billion in CPF money? And just harassed him all the way. And uh, I mean, he's done hunger strikes. He's done like marching, walking around the island for three days straight, that kind of thing. So it's yeah. very, very public shows of, uh, you know, anti, uh, anti-establishment kind of things. Uh. So I don't know whether, is there, do you think there's something in Singapore culture where we don't like that kind of confrontational behavior? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. And okay, if you think about it, he's been doing this for like what, 20 years? 20 years, long time, yeah, right? Almost 30, I think. Yeah. Fucking 30. So now I would say that with social media, uh, even though it's a double-edged sword, uh, the likelihood of you being able to see both sides of one thing is higher. Like, but can you mm. imagine 15 years ago when the PAP control all media, right? It would be so easy to paint a picture of Chi Sun Juan in a way that is negative. Like, and there's no way to correct that. So mm. I think it's years and years of this sentiment just being fucking shoved down the throats of Singaporeans yeah. through mainstream yeah. media, right? That... Maybe it's the younger crowd who see him almost like, oh, you know, he's fucking fighting the yeah. the establishment, uh, you know, power to Chi Sun Juan. But the older people, right, they're like, fuck, like, this guy is just trouble. Yeah, because uh, also yesterday, uh, Chi Sun Juan on his own Facebook page, he released a trailer of uh, that, that sounded like a Justin Bieber concert concert tour. La, Never Stop yes. Trying. <laughs> so it's literally titled Never Stop Trying. And it's, wow, you go and watch it, it's like a fucking Avengers trailer. It's yeah. actually no bad, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like go, go one part that Terence and I were talking about, we both felt quite a bit emotional, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I guess that's one of those videos that uh, our dear Shamugam would refer to as a slick video. What, yeah. do, you, do you know he threw shade at like the opposition? Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't need these slick videos and all that. <laughs> you know, what we need are policies. But yo, Chi Sun Juan is like, like, yeah, like a Nike ad also. Yeah, but, but I, think, I would, I would yeah, say yeah. this, uh, there's one, uh, if, if I would go back, not so far back, but to a sort of more re- relatively recent uh, past, one thing that really riled up a lot of, I think even neutral people in Singapore, was when Obama became uh, president of the US, right? And then, yeah. and then you know how world leaders and all that always like send messages of congratulatory things to Obama and all? I think Chi Sun Juan of his own accord made a video where he congratulated Obama and then after that asked him to, you know, uh, hopefully you help to spread democracy. I, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not entirely sure, but the yeah, tone yeah. was like, I hope you, you know, help to bring democracy to places even like Singapore where, you know, democracy is not the, the, the you know, where, where basically there's a rule of, of, uh, of law and everything and it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's not where democracy thrives. Uh. So, yeah, mm. I think a lot of people since that time, they saw it as like, how can you go around disparaging the country uh, overseas? Uh, you know, although it was, yeah. Yeah, it was just a letter, it was just a video message to Obama, but it just felt like you're like saying shit about talking shit about Singapore when actually stuff in here isn't that bad, lah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But do you think that that is so, like that's something that would rile you up? Uh actually, in a way, it would. Uh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, in the sense that okay, so I 
as much as like we criticize things in Singapore and all, I think I speak on behalf of both of us that we fucking love Singapore, mm, right? Mm, right, Terrence? Yeah, yeah. Right. And I remember even watching Seth Rogen, right? Throw shade at our, our country made me fucking pissed off. Uh. Mm, For a right. while I almost felt like, you know, I'm not gonna fucking watch his movies because what he did was he was on a late night show where he kind of painted this picture that yeah, Singaporeans get caned, we're like North Korea, you get chewing gum is mm. banned. And like yeah, like it just felt like hey fuck like we're so much more than that. Like. Yeah. And also because we spend time in the US, right? And yeah, it was a constant joke like, oh, you know, your indentured uh, servitude as a as a military person, or you you get caned for chewing gum. And mm. after a while I was like, No, Singapore's so much more badass than that, man. And yeah. and and that's so if I feel someone just like without context just yeah portraying this one image of Singapore to another entity, especially on a global level, right? Yeah, it would piss yeah. me off, man. But yeah. Would it piss you off? Um, no, I wanted to ask you also, because you have met uh, even political dissidents like Francis Xiao on mm. your own capacity overseas in the US before. You've, I think you've even had a beer with him, right? You, you were telling me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he so, came to our school for some conference and I had dinner with him. Yeah, so this guy is basically, I mean, he's in self-exile. So he's shitting a lot mm. on the Singapore way as well, like, right? But but why Francis would Xiao? yeah he was like right? But I mean he's, yeah, he's he was, rest yeah. in peace. He's he's passed away now. But what do you think yeah. is the difference between like someone like that doing what he did in the US versus like Chi Sun Juan sending a message to Obama? Because I mean Chi Sun uh uh like Francis Xiao for all I know that was before the age of social media. Mm. Um, he would write articles and books la. Mm-hmm. and it felt like his claims of Singapore being certain ways would be substantiated with like text and evidence and like a bit more concrete la. Mm. And I think it plays into what we have spoken about in previous podcasts where when people just like just give a blanket statement without the full context that's where I get like hey fuck you, you know, you need you need context. And I think if Chi Sun Juan just made a video, I haven't seen the video, admittedly, mm. to Obama, but I'm guessing it might not have been the most... It's like, what, is, was it kind of like a Nas Daily, just, ooh, let's take this big topic and summarize and just take one angle and just it, paint it in a funky yeah, video? Yeah, it was a short video. Like, yeah, it was a short video. Yeah. yeah, so that's where, to me, that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think Chi Sun... Uh, I mean, Francis Xiao is literally, was literally in self-exile, right? So, so yeah, you, yeah. You, if he is criticizing the system, I mean, there's a... Seems like there's a very legit reason, now, Whereas, the the Chi Sun Juan side of things is that uh, I mean he's been he's still here, and I think like when you are part of a community or that you you don't want to to be seen like shitting on it while you are in it, like, right? Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of young uh, older Singaporeans also feel that way about him, um, in mm. spite of all the emotive very speeches he gives and all that, like, Which is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the other yeah the other criticism of him also is like uh like he can't get you know, legit people to to uh, work with him. Uh, and and so far, I, I don't know any other SDP member. I've not seen any of them uh, like really actively on social media or on TV that much other than Chi Sun Juan himself, which also, mm. to me also, is, is something, you know, like, what about succession? Because Chi Sun Juan isn't that young either, like, right? Mm. Yeah, so it worries me. You- uh. When we were talking about this, the, what to talk about this podcast, you mentioned that Dr. Paul Tambia, who is, mm-hmm. I mean, by all accounts, very well respected. Like, he's almost like the Tarman 2.0. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hear uh, him talk about infectious hear, diseases. Yeah, yeah, infectious. I mean, okay, he's legit. He's recognized internationally. Same like Tarman. Tarman was a head of the IMF at some point or yeah. something, or a very yeah. high position. So, Dr. Tambia, very smart. He is kind of like the person we need now. He's a fucking infectious disease expert. Mm. And I think you pointed out, like, okay, is that, I mean, Chi Sun Juan is so, yeah, he's he's very polarizing. But for someone like Dr. Paul Tambia to be part of the SDP, right, means 
there must be something there or like yeah. well, what is it that, that draws him to the cause you can't deny that Chi Sun Juan is fucking persistent yeah, he is. I don't know whether it's just he's, he's pushed trying. into a corner and he's like you know what fuck this shit but he's you have to you have to admire him for that like, you know mm, persistence right? Right, yeah. but that's why the yeah. PAP like when they say he uh, cannot change will not change and will never change it tells you like the long history of like uh, yeah. persistence that Chi Sun Juan has had for them to issue that statement wow I feel it's like I will never even the people who bully me as a as a kid or that I don't think I will ever say that oh they will never change <laughs> never change I would say okay lah people grow up and people mature you know yellow ribbon whatever yeah fucking hell go masagos and hangs we can say the GE is the time to prove yourself right yeah exactly so Rede- they also redeem, give second chances redeem right redeem yourself redeem yourself yeah, yeah if Ivan Lim has been an asshole for twenty years you know he still has a chance but if your name is Chisun John fuck you you'll never change you'll never change you'll never ever change you are not capable of change. You just be a fucking just your ten million number. You take it and shove it up your ass. But oh. but Ivan Lim, you know Ivan Lim can. Ivan Lim can. It's a chance to redeem. And you know we should not. What even Lee Sen Lu came on and said, you know we should not destroy like you know we like the whole cancel culture thing is not healthy. But we will come back to that. Now we need to focus on bigger issues. But that is not good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you see that that I guess that's also what might win. Uh, win people over when it comes to Chi Sun Juan like mm. you see the PAP be kind of inconsistent and then you're like yo what the fuck man like this this, this thing and uh, it, it, yeah so that's why I think for Chi Sun Juan I don't know whether people feel like negatively or strongly towards I mean you can feel cent- like central like or indifferent towards him like. mm-hmm. if you're indifferent to him towards him you're probably indifferent to politics if you care about politics my hypothesis is that you either like him or you don't like him like. yeah yeah I think it's, it's one of the two extremes like. you either feel that Wow, this badass is really like saying stuff that we don't dare to say. Or yeah. you feel like this fucker again, you know, <laughs> never yeah. change. Uh, like from if, if, tw- tw- if 1990 until now. Yeah. If you had to put yourself in one of those two buckets? Uh, wow, that one is... Uh, I, 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 that one is tough for me. Uh, tough for me. You think I'm going to character assassinate you? Uh? <laughs> no, 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 no. In the okay. sense that, in the yeah. sense that I, I, uh, I, I'm trying to... I, I believe that uh, I didn't like a lot of stuff he did when uh, many mm. years ago, even down to like, uh, you know, betraying, betraying Cham Si Tong, supposedly betraying, like, I'm not 100% sure, but that's the word, right? Mm. I don't like that kind of thing, like, loyalty or that, to me, big values to me, you know? But um, mm. but again, I also believe people have the capacity to change. Like. So mm-hmm. I have not seen that, 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 but I haven't seen enough to say that he has really changed so much. Like. I would have loved to see if he was pushing someone else from the SDP to, you know, to who you know can be the future of the SDP. But I have not seen yeah. that for the past two or three general elections. So, to me, it's like, it means someone is like really trying to cling on to, to power more than anything, like, you know. But, mm. oh, but one thing I is mean, that he allowed Tan Jisei back into SDP. Like. Tan Jisei broke oh, off yeah. from SDP, Form Singh first for yeah. the last election, then now has come yeah. back into the fold. So, to me, it's like, okay, at least forgiveness is there, like, right? Like there's no yeah. like oh you betray me I'll never take you back you know that kind of thing I mean for for me like I can't say I, I like him I can't say I dislike him but I think I'm happy he's in politics uh. yeah 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 I'm just sorry. because I mean this so like let's say the debates last last uh, week okay James Lim you remember him for certain things Vivian B you remember him for something and Chi Sun you remember him for something and he's kind of poking <laughs> he's poking holes in stuff I mean Francis Yen too I mean with no disrespect like I can't yeah he his would have la. an angle you know his ears fuck I you his, his ears, ears. <laughs> <laughs> really again I saw last night I saw him again I was like wow his ears 
power. <laughs> yeah, but aside from his ears, yeah. like policy-wise, you never hear, you never remember anything, right? So Chi Soon Juan almost like, even if he's a bit speculative, um, mm. if it's putting the PP in a position to deal with, I think that's almost like, in a way, that's that's good. Uh, and it to me, uh, if you want to be uh, the the super majority or majority, you need to be able to kind of successfully. Uh, deal with accusations that are not true la. Yeah. because yeah I still feel this has fucking blown out of proportion yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows what the hell is going to be next yeah. I think now if you're walk, walking on the streets with a t-shirt that says 10 million the PAP the, the, the <laughs> thing that you know the what do they call the trucks going around the, the, uh, the PAP trucks yeah, yeah but they'll just fucking ball you in into the, the truck like like just stuff some like PAP flags on, uh, into your mouth and yeah. throw you back uh. or like yeah. they give you a PAP t-shirt or something uh. Pofma hammer la. the Pofma hammer will come and ha- my hammer, hammer. Yeah. yeah so so I guess yeah that, that was just what we wanted to ex- explore today also I guess one thing that kicked off uh, our thoughts on potentially doing this is a reddit comment actually like uh, by by Raven Warriors who was saying that you know oh, great job on the daily G 2020 show guys listening mm-hmm. to it every day and he mentioned he or she mentioned that they would like to hear more of the history of previous elections or any backstory of candidates if you run out of things to talk about oh that, thanks for having faith in us man <laughs> yeah <laughs> But the truth <laughs> Maybe is, they can feel we're already yeah. grabbing, like, like struggling for for straws. But yeah. but yeah, so I think what Terence and I were talking is that both that okay, going into history of candidates might be, uh, but this Chief Sun Juan thing felt like it was anchored by a current thing and mm. also had a side of a candidate that maybe not many people knew about, la. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. But uh, yeah, right. so we are at forty five minutes. I think it's a good time. Oh shit! Talk about forty five minutes. Yeah, but it's good. I think <laughs> we we've had a we've had a healthy <laughs> we've had a healthy debate about a bunch of things that and it, because the topic li- comes up bit by bit every day until only, yeah. I think only today then it seems like it has exploded into like something bigger la, right which is worth talking yeah. about you know so uh, yeah. yeah we were supposed to talk about chaplang topics also la. so yeah the chaplang topics uh, I'll go I'll, maybe I'll start yeah first. you go first you go first so go a couple first. of days ago there was that you know, I think we talked about the Hua Chong issuing uh, an advisory for their students not to get involved in the GE on social media. So yeah, yeah. since then, there's been an open letter to Hua Chong Institution written by the Singapore's most famous filmmaker, uh, Anthony Chen, and uh, mm. someone else named Teo Yi Peng. I'm not very sure what, but they're both alumni of Chinese High, uh, from Chinese High Secondary, I suppose. And they were basically yeah. writing to express their disappointment at Hua Chong's message, discouraging his students from posting or reposting anything. Yeah. So this was mm. shared on Rice Media, which is uh you know alternative news media site, but uh yeah. but I think it, the the most telling thing is that uh that uh, Anthony Chen referred to the Hua Chong's uh, mission of uh Ming I think I think that's how I pronounce it. I don't want to end up like Charles Yeo uh. by by pronouncing uh. it wrongly. <laughs> Where it's basically I think it's about um they 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 think that it's very important that uh students actually do engage uh do engage with uh with political discussion uh, yeah mm. because mm. It, it, and they find that Hua Chong's uh, advisory is contradictory to the traditions of of Hua Chong which for example like he says Hua Chong is uh, declares itself a leader in the fields of humanities education so they have a humanities scholarship scheme where disciplines like literature history and geography and and all that are very important uh. So I mean I didn't know mm. that about Hua Chong. I mean, you know, like like for for people like us from the more English schools, we always think Hua Chong is just the China school. But the the the, the truth <laughs> is, they teach the the humanities uh, and and 
And a big part of that is probably engagement, being, being engaged with civil discourse in society. So I think it's quite interesting that it's coming from, uh, you know, one of the most famous alumni uh, speaking yeah. up against it. Because uh, rarely, rarely you you hear people speaking up so openly against the schools that they love and, and everything. Like, I mean, and you, have you heard anyone disparaging Raffles Institution that much? Uh, in oh, no, fuck <laughs> no, actually, Oh, Alfian Syed, Syed was from RI, right? Yeah, 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 yeah correct. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, Raffles had a string of fuck-ups, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but for, for, like, for one of the famous alumni to come out and say something is, is something, right? Correct, true. And yeah, yeah. But Hua Chong responded, right? Yeah, yeah, Hua Chong also responded. Uh, what did they say? I don't have that in front of me, sorry. Uh... Okay, just tell a joke or something no. while I pull it up. Okay, broadly speaking, I think they said that uh, it's not, social media is not the right forum for ah, this kind okay, of discourse, right? They, they, they rather yeah, they have a safe space for students to do it rather than on social media, right? Yeah, social media, blah, blah, say the spokesperson. Uh, so they kind of didn't really, they doubled down on their thing um, mm. and advisory. As the context of these messages, uh, tweets, posts, etc. tend to be complex and nuanced, it would be best to refrain from commenting on them on social media, especially on media which do not allow for longer, more nuanced approach to these issues. Mm. Um, and I don't know, eh? like I feel that's like can, telling, can I ask you, telling so, people, you know. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, given that, uh, like you, we we said we had a Raffles student who was messaging us saying that he loves the podcast, everything, and then you you see this thing from Hua Chung. What do you what do you think? I mean, uh, Raffles better than Hua Chung, la, uh, Obviously, <laughs> that's the only thing that comes up. Oh my no, god! But, no, but no, okay. So that was a joke, of course. A joke, guys. A joke. I do think that uh, what and not just students in uh Hua Chong, but I think students in general are probably caring a lot more. Mm. And I think there's definitely people there also who are interested to to kind of uh take take a stand on things. So I just feel like for Hua Chong to kind of discourage uh them to refrain from commenting on them on social media, especially on media which do not allow for longer, more nuanced uh, responses to these issues, it feels like you're kind of putting this protective shell over them mm. uh, rather than letting them be exposed to the nuances of social media earlier on. Because yeah. maybe that's the issue with fucking the PAP, right? They, uh, they don't seem to understand social media and they shoot themselves in the foot so many times. Yeah. So it just feels like, I don't know. Of course, this one has to take it with a pinch of salt. Like Hua Chong probably just covering their ass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, I feel like uh, Hua Chong is missing the, op- the opportunity to to for all their students to get A in general paper. La. I'm just feeling like, you know, being involved in this election and learning about all these things is a great way to to get your students ready for the general paper in your A-levels. Because uh. GP is like, is one of those things where you need to have an opinion about something. You need to be able to articulate your opinion. And and when you tell students don't or don't say anything on that in, in real life, yeah, that's why. There's no tra- then there's no real life training for them. So last time when I take GP, I felt so... Uh, inadequately prepared to answer the questions because I never had the chance to listen or think about things like politics and all that. La. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you know. And like, what if you take the, the different approach? Because one of my one of my really, really good friends from school told me recently that he plays his podcast at home which fucking warmed the cockle of my heart as well and he plays it out loud and he just had a newborn kid. <laughs> I asked him, but don't you know, I, I mean, I, I swear a lot on the podcast. He's like, ah, yeah, fuck, he's going to le- learn the word soon anyway. Well, might as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, man. That's awesome, man. He's probably listening to this. So, bro, you know who you are, man. 
Yeah, exposure, yeah, so, exposure so is good. It's, yeah, yeah, exposure. That's why. So, yeah. so it just feels like, yeah, you know, you talk about, oh, education system now is not so much rote learning. You want to promote critical thinking. But if you have a critical thought, don't put it out there, okay? You mm. you come to this bubble in school, you all sit down, you all put your heads together, hold hands, talk about it. But don't fucking put it in anywhere public, yeah. okay? Yeah. Understand? So it just felt like, ayah, yeah. wise, yeah. Yeah, come on, Hua Chong, step yeah. up, man. Hua Chong, step up. Yeah. So yeah. what was your, your so, chaplain topic? My chaparang topic was just something that kind of has gone under the radar, which I only noticed because I was Googling. Um, mm. There was this talk uh, that happened a few days ago, July 1st, and there was uh, questions towards the PAP about them not unveiling any Indian candidates amongst the the 27 new faces. Yeah, yeah. Did correct, you hear correct. about that? No, I did not hear about I it. I think, it yeah, they, were, they the were questioned, and then, yeah, they were, they were questioned, and then there was just some some clarification like that you know the PAP already the parliament already reflects the proportion of Indians in Singapore so yeah we've, we didn't feel the need to to put them in and, and Shamugam mm-hmm. uh, PM Lee clarified but Shamugam also uh, echoed in and he said yeah first goal of PAP is meritocracy race, colour or religion aside it's meritocracy so mm-hmm. that in itself okay so whether or not this criticism is, is justified I'll get to in a bit but this is the kind of thing like, oh, PAP is meritocracy, race, colour, origin aside is meritocracy, but for every role except the PM. Mm. Everything else is meritocratic, but the PM, that one not meritocratic. Mm. So that one is one thing. But, I mean, I feel, okay, so I don't know whether I'm being an ignorant Indian or something, but to me, I was like, no new Indian candidates. Mm. Mm. Correct, correct. I think, do I feel anything? Uh, one thing that also feel? stuck out to me the last couple of days, lah, right, uh, just, just as an aside, was that I see one one thing that's very heartening was I see like Murali Pillay right when his uh. when it's his turn to talk uh, you know he opened his speech in Mandarin you know that means Murali oh, yeah, Pillay yeah, learned yeah. Mandarin and then opened his speech he spoke Malay and then then he spoke in English and I was like whoa fuck oh, this yeah, guy is putting s- effort no but but that's swayed by the games the, it's the game but the things I never saw it the other way around I never saw any uh you know Chinese candidates even from PAP or or the other side. Turn around and say I'm I'm gonna speak in Tamil and to to my constituents also la, who are Indian or yeah. anything. So I felt like eh, how come got this everyone is you know, the minorities are trying to speak Chinese or that. But I see very yeah. few Chinese trying to speak the minorities' languages. La. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe he maybe he didn't intend to, but before he just asked PM Lee, hey, can I get a sip of your water? And PM Lee gave him a sip <laughs> from his, you know, the magic teacup. Chalice, yeah, the magic teacup. Then like when Pil- Murali Pillay was like, what the fuck's coming out of my mouth? Yeah. I want to speak English, bro. Then after that, it wore off. Then he could speak English. <laughs> but then it's funny, right? Like, I mean, like for, isn't there this golden rule on national television that you cannot show one race talking another race? Yeah. Of course, that's unverified. It's yeah. very speculative. But if you watch local shows on networks, just just have think that uh, have that thought. Correct, but correct. Okay, going back to this, I mean, if they already... Okay, so... Like I think representation is is definitely important, and if mm-hmm. Indians are, uh, are already adequately represented in Parliament, and of course adequate is very, you can even say it's subjective. But to me, it's like no Indians in the new candidate twenty seven candidates. I'm actually okay with that. Oh really? Shocking. Yeah. Am I a terrible <laughs> Indian? Am I a fucking terrible Indian? Because you already do have Indian ministers there, right? So, is that? Yeah, so this is where I feel like, mm, thank God this didn't blow up because I feel like, I don't know, am I 
can you can you shine your objective Chinese lens on this uh, Indian confused uh, Indian and tell me should I care more? No, me, me, <coughs> I think it matters because I try to look at all the new candidates as one entire block by itself. So I ask myself also, how are the new candidates um, differentiating themselves compared to you know Workers Party's new candidates? Uh? then then I realized yeah. only one PAP new candidate is actually really contesting an SMC herself. The uh, you know the ex SAF general Gan Xiaohuang, and I think there is something oh, to be respected. Games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone else of the PAP's new candidates are are behind a minister or another seasoned veteran in a GRC. Mm. So it tells me, hey, that means your candidates you don't feel confident about them enough to put them in a debate against Jameis Lim and Chi Sun Juan and Francis Yuan, right? Whereas like WP Nicosia is already leading the GRC. Uh, I mean, she's mm. not she's not new, but she's first time for the Workers' Party. Jameis Lim is already toe-to-toe with Vivian Balakrishnan, who's been in the game since 2004 or something, like, you know, like almost 15 mm. years. So you're telling me that new candidates don't have that 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 ability to to stand up to the, to the next batch, the new candidates from Workers' Party. So that, to me, was mm. very glaring. And then now that you've even pointed out this thing about the lack of representation. You must remember that that they think about we think about ministers in in G's in generations. Uh. so it's not very. It's not to me. It's it's quite a weak showing if if within this generation you tell me you also cannot find cannot find a Indian candidate that can be part of this generation. Uh. and Vivian, no, but, but I think yeah. No wait, wait, wait. No, Vivian Balakrishnan when they asked him how come he was at, at the debate rather than a new candidate, he said, "I'm also part of the four G." I'm like, huh? Oh, He's been around that, for man. fucking forever. What 4G? He's already like 4.5G, or only 3.5G, or at least 3G or something. I mean, he's, he's, he's the same age or slightly older than Hing Suikia even. So it was just like, to me, it's like, it, is, it does say something about the, the selection process. La. So so Sham, in Shamugam's clarification, he pointed out that, okay, Indians make up 8.5% of the population. The parliament has about 100 seats. There are already nine MPs. Yeah. Hence, we don't need any more Indians for representation. La. Which... Based on that argument, I completely disagree with. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I I can imagine like, um, you know, the what, what you might call it, like, okay, maybe if you really want to be meritocratic um, and yeah, just so happens that um, there were no new Indian candidates that passed the buck or made the buck this time around, we, but there's still Indian candidates in parliament. Yeah, I think, okay, that's, that's still, mm. there's still representation. Like, it's not being white or like a certain color wash. Like. Mm. But then when to peg it to the population, <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but it, to, to to peg it to the population, that's where I feel like, huh? How is it meritocratic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, so it's, that it's a pisses bit... me off. That pisses me off yeah. more than the fact that there are no Indians in the twenty-seven new candidates, which mm. you could argue is related. But when I read that kind of like, yeah, and he even said, uh, Parliament has to proportionately represent the people. Chinese, Indians, and Malays are represented. Mm. But if the percentage changes too much, people will look at that. What yeah, kind of yeah. fuck reasoning is that? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like that the GRC kind of stuff pisses me off. It's like the GRC, you know, like them stating that oh, it must be must be like uh, one minority and one this and one that. So so, it's it's a bit uh, artificial to peg it to just the population size and all that, as opposed yeah. to being meritocratic. Uh, but I also want want to say state although we haven't been impressed so far with these new candidates, right? I remember we're only halfway through the election the campaigning cycle. Scully this week is all about the new candidates coming out and then they rock our socks off. Because admittedly, when I heard the, some of them giving speeches yesterday, I felt, oh, mm. they're all quite effectively at least bilingual and quite uh, they know how to present themselves well. 
But oh, the so thing is saying... they've not differentiated themselves from one another lah, other than that. Yeah. Also, oh, you're saying this is like the first half of the Champions League final lah. Exactly, like, when exactly. you put their players, then halftime, Alex Ferguson just fucks yeah, all yeah, the whole yeah. guard up. Yeah. Brings on the... Remember when uh, Menu... I mean, in the 90s, there was the class of Scholes, yeah, Neville, yeah. Giggs, and all that. Fucking, they just put them... Who, like, who are these fuckers? Yeah. Then they fucking blow us then away. They yeah. subbed out, interesting. Uh. He subbed out David Beckham during certain games. Then David Beckham was a throat tantrum, everything. Remember? That's like Vivian yeah, Balakrishna. So now it's like... Okay. David Beckham just steepling in the room, you know, just like, <laughs> fuck, you know, this is... This is this is a cheap shot, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Ferguson just kick him in the face. Yeah. So yeah, Lee Sien Lo, come on, put the new candidates out there. We want to see them. Put them there, man. If they're good, put them yeah. out there. You know, then Fucking then put them out there. Then we won't be focused on stuff like the the racial makeup and everything like, so much, right? Yeah, you still have a chance to. Uh, fucking show like ch- like uh, how you say make it make it more interesting and change the impression that you're just fucking stuck in the past and not giving a fuck about what people really think. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that wraps up our chapalang topic. Yeah. Chibana, we wanted like, to we're address to end like five yeah. minutes now. It's like again. Whew. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we, we just want to address one topic on on the Reddit again, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. So I mean, okay. The first thing, yeah, the Raven Warriors, uh, kind of gave us a seed of an idea. So honestly, if you guys have certain things that you want to hear more of, more of about, if it fits into what we are trying to achieve with the show, we will definitely talk about it, and we will give yeah. you a shout out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just just a couple like these are just a small comments. There. So someone, uh, Sean idiot, uh, asked us why when we were talking about a, a charismatic leader, we use Donald Trump instead of o- Obama, <laughs> who he thinks would be a better example. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I think I don't know whether I made the reference, but I still do think Donald Trump is a better example because I was using the example of someone who might not have maybe like sound policies to articulate yeah. and yet can still captivate people. Yeah. Obama, if you look at him, he still he still comes across as someone who's articulate, eloquent, and can talk about big ideas in a way that is mm-hmm. relatable. So, yeah, I think his is almost like if you are fucking like uh, jacked and then you do ten pull-ups, yeah. uh, right? Donald Trump is like this guy who seems like he's never exercised in his life and then he still can do 10 pull-ups and you go like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, so so that was why I used Donald Trump as an example. But but I will also add that um, probably what he is judging of Donald Trump is from when Donald Trump went to office. But I'm going to show our age here. Harish and I, we remember a time when Trump was the TV star, the host of The <laughs> Apprentice. And then he yeah. his catchphrase was like the thing like, you're fired. And everyone was saying you're fired because it was like the fun thing to say. And at that point, Donald Trump was really a, a, a quite a likable character on TV. Yeah. I, I would say like I we all thought he was this celebrity that was very nice and funny and all that. So we never expected that he would run for politics or that would be a serious contender for anything like that, lah. So everyone just treated him as like uh, how how like how you think about the Rock Dwayne Johnson now, you know, with his catchphrases and all these things is how probably mm. people like general population in the world looked at Donald Trump last time, ah, like. Yeah lah, he's a he's not a great businessman, but he's funny and he's charismatic, and on his show he's and he, he had that line, like, "You're fired." You yeah, know, it became yeah. like almost like a catchphrase, "You're fired." Yeah. You're so fired. when you watch the videos of him, like when remember when he went on WWE and then like was like wrestling with Vince mm-hmm. McMahon and all that, it was actually fun to watch. You know, people weren't cringing about it or making memes about it like how they are now. But back then, it was like Donald Trump was this fun character. You know, so to say he's charismatic, I think we're also looking at his whole history like, rather than just during his presidential years like. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the final comment was just someone uh, from Sudin, uh, and, and he or she wrote on the topic of owning your mistakes and showcasing your personality. Masagos did address his gaff mm, in a mm, Facebook post. Mm. The the gaff. How how the fuck you pronounce gaff? Gaff. 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 
about how he referred to the PM being Lee Hsien Yang instead yeah. of Lee Hsien Loong yeah. uh, and the, the poster ended off with so does this make you guys like him more now for me fuck yes man yeah, I, I love it I love it and he even gave context yeah. he said I, I used to work at Singtel so it's like okay I under, totally understand already yeah. yeah and it was a damn smart post he said he was distracted because he was so passionate talking about something yeah, he cares yeah. about the environment Wow, yeah, fuck. Even if smart. he didn't yeah. mean any of that, right? I looked at it, I was like, first he plays son. You know, he uh, said yeah, he got yeah, a message from his son. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He correct. plays son, yeah, family man, family man. Yeah. Then he cared about environment yeah. and then loyalty to ex-boss. Yeah. Wow, fuck. And he looked like, like just the slightly, slightly forgetful uncle who just says something wrong once yeah. in a while. Then you're like, okay, like, cool, he, that's cool. Yeah, and then he still ended with saying, okay, you know, just, just get move, I move past this, let's move on to the next election. Wow, yeah, fucking yeah, textbook. Yeah. They, they, they probably, like, PP now, they have a 10-year series for, okay, if you say fucking this, just post this, 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 this. <laughs> and he fucking paved the way, man. So, they, yes, I, I like him a lot more now. They never gave that brochure to Hing Sui Kiet, though. That's the unfortunate yeah. thing. Because <laughs> even Tourism, Tourism Malaysia has run an ad that makes fun of the East Coast plan also. Now, yeah, they, they got a plan for their five East Coast Islands, right? <laughs> Fucking genius, yeah. Come on, Hing. Genius. Come on, Sugar Daddy Hing. Own it. Sh- come come on. on, Sugar Daddy Hing. Remember, remember, be yourself, Sugar Daddy Hing. Yeah. Oh my God. And with that, we yeah. come to to the end of this episode, which the we Sunday. thought would be like forty five minutes, but it's like one hour. Yeah, but I think Ooh. we had a good, we had a healthy debate yeah, about had, the ten million issue. Debate, uh. Hopefully, Correct. you all learned something, a little bit of history about you know Donald Trump, Chi Sun Juan as well. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right, man. All right. Peace out, guys. Talk to you all tomorrow. Yeah. Halfway through. Halfway through.